Uh, my name is Atif Khalid. I'm the managing director of EcoSmiles Limited. We are based in Nairobi, Kenya, and uh, we deal with the eco-friendly uh, oral care and personal care. This, 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 is, this is Diversified, diversified, diversified game, game, game. game. A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kelly. He may agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race, it's about, you know, ideas. So, let the game begin. Kellen, and today on Diversified Game, man, we got a brother who does oral care, and I'm going to call him Dentist Kelly because this man is making sure, you know, that the teeth are right in Kenya, and also, you know, he's a doctor in this because they have more than just toothbrushes. They have um, paste, they have pills, but he started this company and I read this on how we made it in Africa. So I thank them for having another great guest. And you guys go check them out as well, how we made it in Africa.com. But he started it just because recycling in the environment was a big thing. He was already had the bag, but now he has even a more serious bag and it's growing. So welcome <laughs> to the show, brother. How you doing? Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing good. What about you? I'm great. I'm great. I, I have to ask you, um, because you bootstrap this thing, you know, he had no big venture capital. He might, he might get into it. He, he might be open to it now, but him and his yeah. wife, you know, they took the $47,000 of their savings, even sold their car to make this happen. I have to ask you, what's been the hardest part thus far? Uh, obviously starting the business. Actually, well, when we started, it was just, uh, we, we, had, we had gone for a trip uh, to Thailand with my wife. And uh, we came across this market where they had uh, bamboo items like utensils, toothbrushes. And uh, we got intrigued and actually we brought a few home for gifts uh, for our family and friends. And uh, that's when uh, people started showing interest, uh, everyone asking, where did you buy these things? How can I get them? So we thought actually this might work uh, because uh, uh, we, are, we are big travelers, me and my wife. and. Uh, we traveled to Thailand and saw their beaches are so clean, no plastic floating around. And uh, we, were, we were told by one of the locals it's because uh, they use alternatives like uh, these bamboo toothbrushes, utensils and all that. So we thought we'd bring this back home and uh, uh, hopefully make an impact to also our environment. Uh, yeah, and, and so starting was the hard part, but yeah. you know, logistics of getting things imported, exported, you know, yeah. it, that's, that's difficult to do for many people. They, they, you know, they might be able to do one batch, two batches. Yeah. You have a, yeah. a full system and you're even on one of my favorite platforms, Jumia, the Amazon yeah. of Africa. Like yeah. how, how did you like figure out how many toothbrushes you needed? Because you also had to have some marketing money and you had to pay yeah. those expensive, you know, fees in Kenya to do a business. So yeah. how, how did you like figure that part out? Uh, when we started, we, we, we imported a few, but then as we grew and our demand grew, we started making uh, our own here in Kenya. We, we got uh, some few machineries to, because making a, a toothbrush is not that uh, hard. You just need uh, uh, like three, four machines that can do the job for you. And uh, we started sourcing from our local uh, farmers who grow bamboo commercially. So uh, 
after we we want to also bring uh, all the manufacturing back to Kenya of, of some of our products we are not uh, manufacturing all our products in Kenya we are importing a few and uh, also well, when we started we had to come up with the with the product with the correct packaging something that will uh, uh, stick to our mission and vision so from our packaging to our products everything had to be plastic free yeah so that took a lot of time but after we figured it out uh, the product used to like sell on its own we only put marketing money on uh, events on uh, programs where we go uh, uh, clean the beaches with the community have uh, you know this kind of uh, social events and that's how people came up and picked up on our story and that's how you we are featured in some few newspapers and magazines and that's how we we'll, we've been getting traction uh, from uh, retailers big chain retailers who are, at the moment are stocking our products so actually we thank uh, people have uh, started becoming eco conscious and more people are moving to the green movement uh, and that's how we, we we got our marketing we've not spent so much but uh, we've also had the correct strategy going into the market because we had we didn't have a, a huge budget for marketing well you're going to have once you hit forbes you know and they hear you know <laughs> manufacturing yeah yeah know. hopefully yeah, yeah yeah god willing it, it, it's coming um because you you you're doing it to need but also you, i mean this could be courses of how to even start your business and it cuz it seems like you know you're doing so many different products um yeah. and you know the community could really benefit when it came down to hiring you know your first employee you know outside yeah. of you and your wife who yeah. was that person that you hired we started the company an year ago april uh, 2020 uh that's when uh, and before we started selling it was about uh, mid june last year so actually our first employee was an accountant because uh, we needed to get our books in order before we could go big uh i think that is very important because so many businesses make this mistake at the beginning that uh, they don't uh, keep the co- their correct records they just focused on selling and marketing and uh, later on it brings problems to them with the taxman and all that so that was our first employee who only came uh, twice a month and uh, we used to pay a Uh, something but uh, right now we have a total of 22 employees that uh, we employ directly or indirectly so i can say the company has has been growing and uh, hopefully we can also create more employment for more people and uh, also when we bring the manufacturing when we start manufacturing everything in kenya we want to uh, expand to the neighboring countries which is tanzania uganda rwanda Uh, and south africa because we've been getting a lot of calls uh, people wanting to distribute our products in those countries but we want to first get our 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 manufacturing and production in order so that we can be able to meet those demands in uh, the foreign countries our neighboring countries rather majority of the audience are viewers but i smile when he said 22 employees and he, this business is still a baby That's a yeah. that's a real blessing and congratulations to Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Now I had told you, you know, before we started, 
I, I, I need to teach the American audience something because I know folks who, you know, might see the thumbnail when they hear Kenya, they'll say, oh, Kenya um, has to be, you know, a, what is a Kenyan, really? Taking yeah. 30 to Kenya, I, I was telling you, people were shocked. They said, somebody called me a Mzungu. Hey, somebody called me, you know, if I went to South Africa, someone called me a colored. Um, in Kenya, how do you define yourself? And do you find that tribalism or colorism is a big thing like it is in South Africa or what you hear about in America? Uh, in Kenya, I think we are a bit tolerant. Uh, you know, well, most of our great grandfathers came to Kenya to build the railway. Uh, actually, I'm half Indian, half Arab. So, but I've been, uh, I, I was born in Kenya, Nairobi. I've studied there. I have family here. My grandmother is here. My great grandfather was here. So actually, uh, it's about uh, you fitting in, not by your color, but uh, your your background. Because I went to school with so many uh, black uh, students and also Indian students, but we never saw each other as different uh, from one another. But now when uh, you can be a Muzungu while being black because of your accent, your English and all that, someone can tell you're not from here. And by the way, uh, you might be white, but the way you speak the Swahili or your English, anyone can know you're from here. So actually people define you by your accent rather than your color here. Okay. I, I, I love because you, you, you could definitely be uh, Wazungu, all of y'all, if you yeah. come to you know Kenya and start saying, Hey, this meal is taking too long. Yeah. Or, you know, the, the power is out. That just means yeah. it's time to tap in to, yeah. you know, those folks to you. Um, you know, being, you know, having that background and, and that culture, have you seen a lot of, you know, Kenyans and um, Indian families marry? There's a movie called Namaste Wahala on Netflix. And, yeah. and I love it because it brings both cultures together and it shows the similarities of crazy parents yeah. who just want you to get married um, yeah. and how that works out. Have you seen, you know, more of that in Kenya? Uh, in Kenya, we are very diversified and uh, uh, the, 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 the tribe called uh, Swahili actually is, uh, is a mix from the, the Kenyans who are in the interior and the Arabs who came uh, to the coast. And so you can call someone Swahili, they might be Arab, they might be uh, uh, Mijikenda, which is also a tribe in Kenya. And there are also Indians who have uh, intermarried with, uh, with Kenyans, African uh, communities have also been coming from abroad and settling here and coming with their spouses from abroad. So uh, there are so many uh, uh, intermarriage uh, couples here in Kenya and families who have uh, who have been uh, who have been brought up about by intermarriage, and uh, it's not something weird here in Kenya. It's something normal. Other than I think the message out to the foreign countries is, uh, you know, uh, Muzungus come here and uh, they they get married and they run away. But it's not the case. I know of so many families that uh, have even shifted from abroad and, and came to Kenya to settle here uh, because of uh, how tolerant we are with uh, intermarriage okay. between different cultures. Yeah. Oh, that's that's good. That's, that's good to know because just the similarities of of culture, you know, it's it's 
it's just like you know we have more alike than the differences but you have yeah. to get outside and see now yeah. your wife you know is the co-founder with you yeah. and i think sometimes um you know indian uh, women especially in the asian like if you're coming straight from asia asian yeah. women today bad rap on how passive they are you know somebody yeah. will hear your story and say oh he's married to an indian woman she won't give him any issues how yeah. has it been working with your wife because you know finding a great wife can just yeah. make you own but how do you guys you know work and play together i have to ask you this people ask yeah. me this and i'm like yeah. and i'm married to an african and i'm like yeah. it's really not that difficult <laughs> You know, but you know, how do you guys work out the issues in the business and where they don't come into the personal life? Uh, you know, uh, when when we decided to form the company together, my, the biggest part was to you know we have we have a mission of empower empowering women that we also advocate with our company. Actually, most of our workers are women in our can in in our company, and. Uh, when it comes to our personal side of the relationship, we don't include any type of business uh, uh, related issues. For example, on Sunday is strictly family day. We don't discuss about the business. We don't pick up calls uh, from clients or any, we will respond, we will come back to you on Monday. So when it comes to personal life, we try and keep it that way. And also on the business side of it, we also try and keep it professional. Sometimes it can be hard. Sometimes, you know, you might have personal issues that might be transferred to your business uh, relationship. And uh, But we've come to uh, an understanding that uh, once you guys respect each other and, uh, you know, you know uh, everyone knows their role in the relationship and in the business, it becomes easy. Uh, I'm not saying that everyone, uh, we, we, I recommend everyone to, you know, work with their wives because it's hard. I will tell you it's hard, but as long as you guys have a plan and you stick to that plan and everyone respects the plan, it will be easy in the long run. I love it. I love it. I don't know if you, you know, there's a whole thing online of high value men and people, you know, you have this thing in where men are just think these are all mostly single men thinking that. If you get a wife, you should just be able to tell her what to do one time and she should do it. I said, my children don't even do that. Um, yeah. <laughs> and this is an adult. So to hear somebody who's actually married, actually being successful, this is a very key thing for the audience because you yeah. are, you know, the best is yet to come. But yeah. uh, your humility and the respect for your wife definitely shows. Now, when can we get these brushes? in america will amazon will be there an amazon play i know there's other products like it but yeah. it's not your product uh hopefully we we get uh, we get into amazon uh, that is uh, in our pipeline and uh, actually i've been getting emails and uh, messages from uh, instagram asking me when are you guys going to be listing your products there's some customers who bought our products here in kenya and went back with it uh, to the states and like uh, they really like our quality and uh, also the story behind it on it's not only about selling products we have a social mission behind it we try and create awareness about uh, plastic pollution to the community 
uh, we uh, we arrange like for example we have partnered with World Health Dental Organization who have a clinic uh, in uh, Masai Mara where they provide free medical uh, care to the locals and also they educate the the kids on how to brush and all that so they approached us and they told us we are doing this mission uh, we have this mission uh, for, but, but we feel guilty that we are donating plastic toothbrushes to the kids and uh, we are also uh, contributing to the plastic pollution. So we partnered with them and uh, we actually donate a third of their order and uh, we give them at a very low rate. So we are not only about selling our products and driving them to market, we want to make an impact to the community so that uh, you know also our kids uh, have uh, have a have a, have an environment to look forward to, not like what is happening uh, at the moment. I love that. I have a question I ask every guest: what their yeah. community give back is yeah. that they're doing or that they yeah. want to do in the future. You definitely yeah. answer what you're doing now. Is there yeah. anything in the future, you know, as the company grows, that yeah. you see yourself, you know, um, on your vision board that you'd want to do? Yeah, actually, we want uh, in the next, uh, uh, by next year, we want to be donating every one toothbrush for everyone sold to the community, to the less fortunate, because, you know, uh, some of our products might be on the uh, high side uh, than the normal ones available in the market. So we want to not only the people who can afford our products to have an impact on the environment, but also the less, the less fortunate ones. That's why we want to, when when we boost our capacity and we are able to uh, donate every single toothbrush that uh, for for every one that we sell, we want to donate another one for either the kids or the adults. So that is what we are looking forward to, and uh, hopefully we, we 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 make an a bigger impact than what we are doing right now. Oh wow, oh, wow. that's great. Now with the you know oral care. Um, I have a real issue from what I've heard. A friend was, um, the father had passed due to COVID and I'm learning yeah. about the insurance in Kenya. Yeah. Do people, do people, most people, you know, does the insurance cover like the dental and if they have issues and is there a way where, you know, your products are being promoted to every dentistry since it is something made in Kenya? and they don't have to go you know to china to get uh yeah we've been uh in kenya uh dental uh, insurance uh is very rare it's, it's only for the middle class and the high class people you know and not everyone is so concerned about their dental health because they're just used to uh brushing uh with the no with whatever is in the market they don't know if this product is safe for your teeth or it has a long-term uh, uh, uh precautions so dental insurance not really a, a thing uh, that is uh, out there for everyone but uh, what people are looking for is organic uh, organic dental uh, uh, products that are not so expensive but they work okay no i love that and i want dental dental care is important and yeah. we have seen the fact that the more you take care of your teeth, you know, it reflects on your health. So, yeah. you know, um, is there any, uh, maybe a collaboration with the government? 
I don't know how many other Kenyan owned toothbrace, uh, toothpaste, excuse me, products there are, but yeah. I mean, this is a campaign that, you know, I'm trying to have uh, the president, our lovely uh, honorable president, you know, buy a toothbrush for everybody in the country and it has the echo smile. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Uh, well, um, well, well, well uh, we can say, you know, that people have been using the same uh, brands since they are little. And also the biggest challenge comes to us to try and convince them to switch to uh, our bamboo products uh, and, uh, and our toothpaste tablets. So like, for example, our toothpaste tablets, if I might show you, this is how it looks. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. It is a toothpaste, but in tablet form. Uh, it is of uh, all organic. Uh, it doesn't have those uh, additives and preservatives that you have on the normal toothpaste. For the, for the normal toothpaste to retain the gel form, they have to put preservatives. Yeah, and when we brush our teeth, we swallow from one to five percent of the toothpaste that we use. So you can imagine the the additives and the preservatives that are in the normal toothpaste also get into your body while while you're brushing. So that's why we came up uh, with the toothpaste tablets that don't need all those preservatives to keep them uh, in the gel form. And it comes in glass gels, which are also, we can also recycle after uh, we you use. There's a company in US called Bite. Do you know about it? No, I don't. Please. Uh, they also do toothpaste tablets and they also have uh, the dental floss, organic dental floss. So we're kind of doing something similar, just that we have more products than them. But it's something, and uh, you, it is also convenient for travel. You can pass with this through the airport, but not the normal toothpaste. Yeah. Oh, and that's that's a big factor. I always tell people, um, you know, ugly guys rule the world because we're not worried about how we look, so we have time to go fly to the moon. You know, yeah. we can get dirty, this and that. But it is nice to have a nice smile, or at least um, a clean breath. You know, yeah. where yeah. stuff isn't coming off. Uh, and so, you know, your, your product is really needed. Now, yeah. will you, when you're talking about investors, and, I, and yeah. I read that, you know, you were considering investors, have yeah. you had a plan to say, look, if you give us this much, this is what the return could look like in this time? Are you guys looking at maybe just hand up dealing with BC and saying, yeah. buy us out and, you know, yeah. we'll run the company, but you're going to pay us you know, for our great idea where we can almost retire. I mean, that's always yeah. the goal. Uh, at the moment, uh, yes, we are open to investors, but we're not just looking for any investors. We want a strategic partner. Yeah. Someone who will open uh, the doors that we've been trying to open and not yet succeeded. Uh, at the moment, we are, we are, we are, we are listed in uh, the biggest pharmacy in East Africa, which is Good Life Pharmacy. Uh, we're about to get into Carrefour, which will be one of the biggest uh, retail chains uh, in Kenya and East Africa. So now we want to penetrate the market uh, of East Africa, which include Tanzania, Uganda, Rwanda, and South Africa. But now we need someone who will help us get there. Uh, we are not so experienced uh, in, uh, in a foreign market, and we wanted someone who will help us not only financially, but also uh, on the business side of it, yeah. Uh, okay. okay. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm hearing this could be a lion's den, Kenya, 
you know, yeah. investor. Um, Olive, yeah. I'm talking to you, Olive. You'll get this in your <laughs> WhatsApp. I'm talking yeah. to you. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, that is that is awesome. So to hit all of, you know, um, East Africa. Now, you didn't mention Ethiopia in that, and you guys are neighbors. Um, so yeah. do they have their own toothbrush company that you don't want to compete with? Not really, but uh, 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 we've tried to see people, uh, neighboring countries that have similar, you know, uh, economy as us and also for you to, it is, it will be hard to sell. For example, even South Sudan is our neighbor, but uh, for them to, you know, to buy a toothbrush like five times the the price of the normal toothbrush, it will be very hard. So we are, we are, we are looking at potential markets first. Then uh, we can see if we can go and uh, and advertise and market our products in other countries that uh, we think the, the the response would not be so good. But for example. The, the marketing budget that I would spend uh, in uh, Ethiopia and uh, what the returns will be will not be the same as the one uh, as the budget I spend in Tanzania and the returns that will come about with that. For example, ta Tanzania will, will, will have more returns uh, with the marketing budget that you put in place uh, compared to Ethiopia. That's why I have not mentioned Ethiopia. Okay, so similar oh. economies, and that's also why yeah. for you know the Malawians that listen, Muli Bolji, yeah. that's why he didn't mention Malawi, maybe. So yeah. you know, um, I, I got it. You've done your research. You know where your yeah. your next steps are, and yeah. I love that. Now, yeah. is there any way before you get on Amazon, if somebody in the states, Canada? Yeah. Yeah. in the UK say, hey, I want one of those toothbrushes. Is there a way for them to order? Uh, at the moment, we're not shipping abroad uh, in foreign countries. Uh, we're actually looking for a partner, a distributor actually, who would uh, partner with us and make our products available in the United States and Canada. Uh, we have an investor who is willing to uh, create a distribution channel for us in Canada. Uh, we're still in talks about that. Uh, we've been getting a lot of emails of people wanting to invest in us all the way from Sweden, uh, in Germany. Uh, but we are yet, that is, uh, we, will, we will cross that uh, path when we reach there. But at the moment, we want to concentrate on, our, uh, on East Africa. After that is when we can ex uh, expand to uh, North America, hopefully. Because uh, we have a lot of clients who who inquire about our products and uh, we would want to be in that market as soon as possible but we want to establish ourselves first uh, here at home before we can move uh, to foreign countries well you guys have got the game you might have to take a trip to nairobi then go check out the good life pharmacy or you know try to get with echo smiles and get a tour of the facilities and it's 22 and growing employees I actually have an idea um, for, you know, the West, and I'm going to tell you off air, but you guys, okay. check the links in the description box. If you do nothing else, share this with someone else so it inspires them and changes their life. Be blessed, y'all. Hi, guys. I'm Kai Gabiam from the Diaspora Channel, a lover of Africa. If you love Africa as well, and you would love to visit one day or to relocate to Africa, there is a course out there for you. And this course is my first trip to Africa, a course well put together by, by a seasoned traveler, Kellen 
Cash Coleman. This course is designed to prepare you to travel better, which will save you both time and money. And the great news is this course costs only $20, guys. It can't get any better. Go right now and enroll to this course at www.diversifygame.com. Don't miss out. Thanks for getting in the game and listening to the Diversify Game Podcast with Kellen, the number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese, bagel and locks, fish and grits. Be sure to visit DiversifyGame.com for all the good stuff. Join in the conversation and discover more content.